What's up, everybody? This episode of Transplants is with my good friends Nick Dean and Georgia Comstop, two hilarious Denver comedians, and I just really hope you enjoy it. As always, follow me on IG at Big Al Flynn. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Do whatever you got to do. Honestly, I'm really enjoying uh, making this podcast and producing it for everybody who's listening. If this is your first time, this is the first episode you're listening to, congratulations. This is a real goofy one. We definitely uh, goofed around quite a bit, but there's definitely some uh, nuggets of knowledge to be gleaned from this, so enjoy. Welcome to Transplants. My name's Alec Flynn. I'm sitting here with the indomitable Nick Dean and the absolute heartthrob that is Georgia Comstock. I can't believe you really started again. That's yeah, so funny. That's you know, like, I don't want to talk about marriage. I, I, I can't, dude. I can't. I can't be bringing up. He's things. like, I can't be pressuring my my buddies into anything. I can't. No. <laughs> that's that's hysterical. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys know, like, kind of the 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 format of the show, talking about how you guys came from Omaha, Nebraska. You guys are both Nebraska born and bred. Um, I was actually born in California, and then we moved to Nebraska later. Oh, damn. Okay. So yeah. My be- mom's from California. Damn. The mom with the, the large uh, bosom? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't want to talk about marriage, but he wants to talk about my mom's tits. Let's just I'm get just saying. Right. Bring it up on stage. <laughs> but yeah, they are huge <laughs> and old now. So you guys were, you met each other in Omaha. And we met at open mics. You met at open mics. This mm-hmm. is like, I mean, if... To all like the young comics listening out there, you can find your wife on an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> That's it's interesting. I found mine at an open mic. Yeah, <laughs> you found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah, no, we just I was did he probably did comedy like what six months longer than I did or so. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit longer than me, and then I started mics and. But she was already doing improv for a year before that. I did, yeah, I did so improv like, for a while. I had done an open mic like before, and then waited a while to really like start stand up. Yeah. Right. So she was already performing before I was, but I was doing straight into open mics. <laughs> so wait, my kind of question. So you guys started out in Omaha, but at the same time, how long? Like, did you? How old are you guys? Like 24, 20? I'm twenty nine right 29. now. I was uh, twenty two when I started comedy. Okay. 21. Did you guys know, like, immediately, like, yo, we got to get the hell out of Omaha, or? Um, you know, when I started, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it took about a year. I feel like Nick was, Nick, like, knew he was going to move, and I just had really not, I had not thought that far ahead. I, like, just wasn't there. I was, like, you know, I was still going to open mics trying to figure out comedy, you know? Right, right, trying to figure out who, like, what your voice is and stuff. Right. Right. And I broke up with a girl to keep doing comedy at that point. I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm, I'm all in, baby. Wow. I'm deep, son. You are fucking heartless. Fucking sold my Xbox. <laughs> I did it sold all. Sold my Xbox. Dude, yeah. and we were... I didn't have a TV in my apartment. I was legit. Dude, she, okay, he and her, like, had broken up. It had been this thing, and so he broke up with her because she thought he didn't need to be doing comedy, like, as much as he was. And so she broke up loser. with him, dude. And then we started hanging out, like just as we were friends, like for two, three months or so before we really started like dating. And she would show up to some shows, like just to the nines, dude. Yo, she, and she was pretty hot. Trying to <laughs> trying to get him back. Trying to come in. Yeah. Trying to come back in. You know, like, listen, Leanne, it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. She's like, why not? I'm a star. 
I feel like Nick was like, it could happen, and then I, that's when I was like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Georgia, yeah. <laughs> All right, what, um, Nick, what deodorant do you use? I don't use deodorant. Well, that's gross. Yeah, right. we use Buddha butter. We oh, both yeah, yeah, use yeah, Buddha yeah. butter. What is Buddha butter? Um, it comes in a jar. It's just a, it's a brand I really like, and it's vegan and super natural. And I use their soap no and aluminum. their lotion. Well, a lot of deodorants have no aluminum. No now. aluminum. But this is like a it's like a baking soda. Um, it's a baking soda coconut oil blend. I really like it. If I think it damn okay really works. Well, I'm looking for new stuff. I just picked up uh, some Dove um, like women's deodorant, and mm-hmm. I think I'm. It smells really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't get me right now. Like, I don't whip? really get... S- I think my entire apartment smells, so I can't smell anything. I don't really buy scented Not stuff, though. You don't, you don't do scented? My shampoo and conditioner has scents in it, because they all do, and I do have some hand lotion, but otherwise, no. Like, our deodorant doesn't smell like anything. That's good to know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to... You know, most people I would have a, a, an episode plan where I want to take this, but you guys are just the shit, so I don't really care. We're just going to hang, baby. We're just, I just want to hang. We're going to hang, baby boy. Hangy, hangy, boo-boo. <laughs> baby boy of Denver Comedy. Baby boo-boo. <laughs> Pumpkin butt? What's up? It's like every month I go, comedy's back. Comedy's <laughs> fucking back. It's like the middle of the shutdown. I was like, dude, this week I told a guy on the bus a joke, comedy is back. <laughs> I'm just like too fired up. Oh, dude, get fired up, man. I get fired up about that shit too, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm like writing. That's why I started the podcast. I was just like, I gotta get something going, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. When you guys, um, when you guys go back to Omaha, do you do you feel like now you're kind of you, do you feel a little bit more like, hey, I'm a little bit of a big big fish in a small pond? Here? You know, there's not really a scene that much anymore, to be honest. There are definitely people there who do it, but when you know when we started, it was really a pop. It was like that big comedy, like everybody was doing comedy. Everybody's you know? doing comedy because everyone sees comedy. Right. And so it's like, yeah. even like at the time, it was like, there were maybe four women and that seemed like a lot at the time. And there were shows all the time. There were a couple different comedy groups, just like of like local people. And then a bunch of people left within two years, almost everybody left. And as their friends left, other people who were there stopped doing shows or open mics as much. They grew, they got married, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So there's like, there's the club there, which is, everyone says it's the best funny bone. I haven't done that many funny bones, but it's a pretty good club. And Derek Shroop was just there, right? With, yeah. You know, John yeah. Christ. Yep. Yeah. That guy loves Jesus. Dude, that guy, I did shows with him at Comedy Works, and I will go on record. He's amazing. I love Don Chris. He is so nice and he is so funny. And I don't know dick about religion, but he made me laugh. Damn. He All explains right. it a little bit enough. John Chris has officially been endorsed on the Transplant yeah, Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll endorse him. Whenever like you want to come on and talk about uh, the Holy Spirit, let me He's know. A, you know, I'm not religious at all. My family never was. We never did anything. But in Nebraska, I feel like it's huge. Oh, so yeah. I feel like I'm super used to being around people who are like like that well you mentioned nebraska right so when you came from from omaha to denver what was the biggest kind of jump for you guys or what was the biggest thing to get used to i mean to be honest in comedy or just in general just in general okay um it's definitely a bigger city but i think my biggest hurdle coming here was it was i was so scared to go up at mike's like we were kind of big fish in a small pond at one point in omaha and and, you know, then we moved here and we're just like these teeny, teeny, tiny minnows. <laughs> and people here are really good. There's a lot of talent in Denver and there always has been. And 
we, we like came here and we were like going to mics and we were like, let's work on new things. Cause we see a lot of people come and they, you know, everyone does like their hot five forever. Right. Right. And right. so we were very like taking this approach of like, we're, we came here instead of a bigger city to get better at comedy. So we kind of did that and it was just like so intimidating and it would be like, we had to encourage each other to go out. But then it, we were also both like so nervous that it was easy to be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I felt. I felt like that was the big hurdle. Mine was traffic. You didn't like traffic? Traffic was weird. <laughs> no, I, going to open mics was fun. That was we fun, lived yeah. in Lakewood for Oh, the you first lived year. in Lakewood? Yeah, yeah so we had to drive year. a long time. That's what I mean. Like going to the open mics sucked because I didn't know the lay of the land. We moved like 30 minutes from any mic. Side note, I don't drive anywhere. Yeah, Nick, so, Nick yeah. drives at 100% of the time. Yeah. I and I was also driving us like... I can drive. Mentally and that. physically to the mics. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what does that mean? You were playing like yes, Eminem yes. in the car? Like, no, no. She'd I be, could sleep on the she, way home. She, oh. She'd be like, I just don't want to go. And I'd be like, well, I'm going. And she'd be like, oh, all right, I'm going. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, It'd be yeah. like that. Because I'd be like getting off work and then we only have 45 minutes to get there. You got to walk the dog. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you yeah. don't stop. <laughs> and then once we finally moved closer and those times, you could get more like an hour and a half and I started waking. Like I just planned my day better. Yeah. She got more. She was like, oh, this is a, this is much, I don't know. Like, it's much easier. Yeah. Also, when I moved here, it should be said, he lived with me at my parents' house for a little while before we moved. And he also hospiced my grandpa. So he's like, oh. very like involved in our family. Wow. And Good guy. When, when we moved here, I had never moved out of my parents' house. Really? So I was And I've already lived on my own for like four, right. he, four and years. Dude, he years. has been, been an adult since he was like 10 years old. Right, so, right. I, it was just like two very different things. So I was nervous about stuff like paying rent by myself. Right. And I do not like asking my parents for help. I have, you know, I have not. I feel like everyone assumes that I do, but it's like I do not do that. Yeah, like we don't get a, like she does, like we pay her, like we don't get phone bill paid. There's nothing. I don't get any assistance from anybody. Yeah, and no, I feel yeah. like people always like the ask whole time. Like, why do people yeah. think, why would know. anyone think that? Well, one you time know. did, one time we moved into a new apartment. parents do have money. They have great jobs, you know. Yeah, but who gets, I mean, they're regular. Go, they take us on vacation. But everybody yeah. can do that. Like, they're I mean, regular yeah, middle class still. people. Listen, they have worked hard. Neither of you guys rock Patagonia vests, so I don't I don't think anyone's <laughs> like really assuming that you get She's your phone bill paid. She's like, she has one. I do not. She wears it around the house. I wish I had a Patagonia sweater. I've looked at them online. <laughs> but I thought Zach gave you one. But people, he did give me that nice North Face. North it's really face, big uh, though, but I still wear it all right. the time. <laughs> but um, but I feel like people, one time we moved into a new apartment, and then somebody asked, like, just like assuming that, oh, your mom gave you like the money for the deposit or something. And I was like, what? I was like, I have a job I go to. And it's like, what are you talking about? I was I had like never been offended in my life. And they acted like my mom paid my deposit. And I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Especially in a place like Denver where there's a lot of young people. I think that's assumed of, of yeah. a good amount of people. Especially, I mean, couples. But yeah, of course, if you get to know somebody. I mean, I think there's also that divide where if you're in sort of a different area, you're like, that's like just rich kids. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, Cheeseman Park. That's more like, you know, just the regular folk, mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's the kind of the vibe I get. But you get that in, like, most cities, I think, that you would move to. For sure. It's not, like, yeah. it's not just Denver. It's, like, everywhere. It's There's, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Especially the closer you get to the campus of any city. Well, I'd also argue that starting out, I mean, I moved here, at, like, a month after I graduated college. I had to work all, like, the winter breaks and stuff, like, just to, like, save up money, like, you know, get good to go. But... 
Did you do loans for college, or did you yeah. have a college fund? Yeah, I had loans. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, I got a good, like, scholar. I got, a, like, a pretty good chunk A good of scholarship? scholarship. Yeah. Wow, good for you. For what? Yeah. Academic? Yeah. Wow, nice. good for you. I was going to say lacrosse, but... Dude, I <laughs> Back to my original point. It is still tough, and I, I resonate with the kids... Out here? Out here, or just really? anyone who's moving to, like, a bigger city out of school or making that big move. Mm-hmm. It's not really... You need a little bit of help sometimes. Like, sometimes if if you have, like, that network of family people to be like, hey, like, I'm in a jam, I just got, like, in a car accident, or I'm in a, I need, like, X, Y, Z to be paid off, like, I don't, I won't have, like, a job, but, 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 I think that happens more often than we'd like to admit, and I think there's just a shame stigma around it. A bit, a bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess, but I also... Just for young people. I'm you talking know, like just out of think school. I for young people, hey, if your parents want to help and like you guys have that relationship, it's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. But I do feel like for me, I don't like to. But I've always been weird about money and I've like, have never been good with it. What's the worst thing you've ever spent money on? Dude, beginning of quarantine, he let me buy a $500 LED hula hoop. It is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It is so fucking cool. <laughs> what? what? But I spent, I mean, you that can is load so images into it, so when it trails, yeah, you can put pi- it like makes eight a pixel, photo. Yeah. Whatever those are Wait called. Wait a minute, and you yeah. didn't bring it over? Dude, it's so cool. It's going to be pretty dark. Dude, I've tried to bring it around people, and it's like, I sort of know what to do with it, but other people don't, and so they hold it for a little bit, and then we're just like staring at each other. <laughs> I, also have, I also have another LED hoop that's like not as cool. And so then it's like, I, we just end up, it's like me and this other person staring at each other with these hula hoops. <laughs> like, when no one's actually hula hooping? I'm like, I'm not going to perform for you. And they're like, I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, this is just what yeah. Hula hoop is like an, an alone thing. The hula hoop, is, it's my alone time. Yeah. Do you ever just walk into the apartment, the lights are all out, and you just hear, all of the lights? And <laughs> well, she's he just... also, he, can, he juggles really well, and he has the LED juggling balls. Oh, you guys are a yeah. circus so, couple. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do music we're, festivals, hey, we do ecstasy. We're comedians. We do music festivals. I'm not an actor, I'm an actual comedian <laughs> that juggles. I'm a jester, bro. <laughs> I'm a fucking. I'm the real deal. The original yeah. comedian. I'm the original comedian. I would go to the king and blah, 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 you know what I mean? Drop him on my head one at a time. And shit. <laughs> Get really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what was the thing that when you guys moved to Denver <clears throat> that you missed the most about Omaha? I know. I know. My parents' Just... house does have a hot tub. <laughs> So yeah, the help we did get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, living, living at home. Um, no, like probably. Uh, what was I gonna say? I can't think of anything truly. I like it here so much. Better. Oh, that's what this was, is my city. Yeah, the the service is much better. The service at restaurants. Yeah. Okay, vice versa though, dude. You walk into a retail store in Omaha, and you will not be left alone. It yeah. is a nightmare. You walk in. To somewhere in the mall, and they're like, hey, welcome to American Eagle. How are you? What are you looking for today? And you're like, nothing. And they're like, all right, well, we got these shirts over. And it's like, all right, fucking leave me alone. Omaha, you'll get a lot of the people being like, being like, like they'll be like, where, where are you from? They'll like try to figure out where you're from if they know you. They'll try to like. I imagine that's not always, too hard in Omaha. Right, right. That's, that's what no, I mean. No, dude, it's like because the, everywhere's from a small town, Nebraska. Yeah, right, so they can use, like, every, every once, like, at least once a week, you'll run into somebody being like, from where? And then, and then who, 
Who's your dad? You know what I mean? Like they'll like try to flush. Get out of here! They'll try to Jim. Fl- they'll try to flush you out. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Dude. what is it called? Five. I've seen you on Facebook. Mutual oh, yeah. friends. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I don't miss much at all. I love it here. I would never go back to Omaha. No, I would never move back. Well, what's it like? What's the thing that you like the most about going back? Um, my parents' house has a hot tub. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty so nice. So, yeah, it's really nice. I mean, yes. do you have a hot tub? When's the last time you've been in a nah, hot dude, tub? No, dude, we got a pool. My it's dad uses sweet. that thing every nice. day. We got, the, <laughs> we got the pool. We got the backyard, man. I, my dad um, recently sent me, a, an, a on my work email, a picture of a squat rack. And then he goes, do I buy it? And I'm like, yeah, man. You don't really squat, though. And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll see. I do cut now. to <laughs> cut to two days later. Text in the group chat, family group chat. Squat rack set up in the basement. You and your brother are in big trouble. <laughs> three, three weeks from now, dad's in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my I'm god, like, yeah. Oh, he's been ripping rats. I asked him. I'm His like, butthole came out. Is looking. You believe <laughs> that? You seen that happen before? <laughs> Dude, that's well, happened. I text him, but I'm like, dude, like, did that come with a stretcher or what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys like usually find you found community here through comedy, obviously, but were there other things that you guys got involved with that you know made it a lot easier to make friends and you know feel ingratiated in the community? I mean, it's always just been comedy. It's just comedy. But also, we go out so much with comedy that it's like honestly hard to. I've met other friends, like, through work or something, but it's hard to, like, make time to go out and do other things when it's, like, you're legit doing comedy every night. Right. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, but I want to be doing comedy every night, so it's not like I'm giving anything up. But. I'm, a, I'm a bit of a loner, to be honest. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even... Like... Well, I think the mustache helps with that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Point to the camera. Yeah, yeah, I don't like, I don't like have a, be- you know what I mean? Like, I don't have, I have old best friends back I'm your in best friend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I hang out with her yeah, every day or whatever, yeah. but I don't like have a friend in Denver that I'm hitting up weekly. Even. Like, I have friends back home that I'm in a group chat with. That he has comics. a friend group that he, like, grew up with. Yeah, like my high school friends. The high school yeah. boys. When you guys right. left, so that's a good question. So when you left originally right were there people being like oh i don't know nick like you should stay or georgia like wow oh, man we're gonna miss you guys not really there's like a couple of people that are like when are you gonna come back and it's like never one of his, <laughs> yeah. one of his friends like when are you gonna have room for me out here yeah like I yeah you're like, gonna come <laughs> it'll eventually move here <laughs> yeah. but no i mean i don't feel like anybody nobody cares we have one friend who like loves omaha and, yeah, like she'll say, she'll be like, I love it here. It's where all my people like, are. Yeah, like yeah. Did I ever tell you guys I was in Omaha? Like when I drove out here? I went to the College World Series. Oh, dude. Oh, really? Ripping, yeah, dude. that's like the biggest thing that happens there. Dude, it yeah. was... Want to talk about... I was like probably seven deep, like shirt off in the bleachers, like surrounded by families at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was absolutely lights out. Yeah. yeah, I have been blackout at the College World Series before for sure. Yeah, it's around an around time. you're around families and children, and it's like that's literally what every, it's like. You'll be around people though, and you'll be like, "Well, there's a kid right there," and then that kid's mom is fucking blackout. Yeah, <laughs> so kid's like, well, this is what we're doing. Well, were there any people specifically like in the Denver comedy scene or just in general that really made you guys feel welcome? You know, a lot of the people who kind of started right around the time we moved here are actually still doing comedy, which 
is like kind of rare. You know, you, you see so many people come and go, and I feel like we could name like ten people or fifteen people who started at about the same time and are still doing it, and like right. actively, not just like oh, we see them sometimes. They're like actively out you know four plus nights a week or whatever throwing shows doing podcasts whatever so there were a lot of young people that yeah i feel like they were they were just starting and so we were kind of in that category so it was like um Mm, kevin and mara they were really nice they don't live here anymore i don't know if you know who they are yeah kevin o'brien and mara wiles were always really kevin o'brien was in sam talent's new book yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, they were really like they they we met them in Omaha, so when we came here, um, they had a mic and everything and shows, and they were always really cool about being like, come to our show, like, you know, don't worry about the ticket, just come sit down, like, we know, yeah, yeah. We know you're a comic. I you feel know, like most know. people were kind of nice, I mean, we had met, yeah. like, we had already met Sam in Omaha, Yeah, like Nathan Bi- Lund was always really cool, yeah. Byron Graham was cool, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, Byron yeah. Graham was always really cool, and so, yeah. but not everybody, by the time we got here, not all of them were, like, actively at open mics all the time, they were doing, like, more they stuff. were doing shows, they were, they were a little bit further out, right, that's what, you, you, you never, the, the people around when you're grinding at the stupid open mic that never lasts, you know, it's like, those aren't. Those people weren't at, you know, they wouldn't be at those. It's like, would we do that one with Grayson? And it's like, it was like the the worst worst open mic, but it was like just fun because Grayson's hosting this mic. We're in the weird bar. Oh, that South. <laughs> yeah, Ogden. Uh, Ogden Street yeah, South. There's like a so sports fun. bar that people kept trying to do comedy in. Well, you have any good bad open mic stories? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we've, yeah. we've, dude, we've hosted <laughs> bad open mic stories. I, we or we've hosted bad ones. We've done yeah, bad ones. Dude. Uh, Any that come to mind? As particularly bad, I mean, one time when I was on stage at Lion's Lair, there was a fight outside. Someone got stabbed with a in knife. The yeah, there was a fight with a knife while she was on stage. Yeah. So then everybody leaves the bar to watch the stabbing, and George is on stage like. Uh, I'm just like, alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She's like looking out the window, being like, I guess I don't know what's happening. It's getting dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was like not good, and I was just like, okay, well, thanks. Yeah. Put it, I'm like back in the stand and fucking. I've been Georgia Comstock. Yeah, yeah. At Comedy Works, there was a open mic going on the Tuesday, and a dude got on. No, no, it was thick skin, and he got on just to rap. Yeah, yeah, that was was bad. And it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good rap. Uh, So we're all just watching this this dude be like, Twilight, Twilight, I'm in the Twilight, 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 and it's just quiet until finally Comedy Works realizes he's not gonna. Oh, he's a rapper. Like this isn't like he no he didn't tell anybody that. So then they have to. You know, you just sign up and you're only doing two minutes. So people assume you're calling a comedy club. You sign up for like twelve weeks. You're committed to signing up. Right, right. They're like, you're gonna go up and try two minutes of comedy. Well, I think it was thick skin. I think he got up out of the bucket. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, they hit him. They hit him with the wah 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 and cut the mic and they fucking pull him off. And he's got like a whole suitcase and like outfits. Wait, and he shit. had outfits. Oh yeah, dude. Wait, did he change into different outfits on stage? Uh, not on stage, but he. I think he did go to something else. Like he had his stage outfit. I seen that, and then I think he changed out of it. I see Matt. I don't know what his name was. I will say, 
I appreciate the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will go up on any stage and let me rest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> These people just don't know the truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw know. one girl that did go up at the new talent night, the two minutes, and she got up there and then she just laughed the whole time. She was like cracking up. She <laughs> fell all the way over laughing. Didn't, t- didn't say anything. Didn't say any joke. And everyone just watched her and she just laughed for two minutes. It was really weird. What's your advice for anybody who maybe is living in like an Omaha or a Salt Lake City or like somewhere that kind of blows and they want to move to a new city? Go. Do it. Yeah, just go. Try it. See if you like it. You can always move back. Thank you. That was very insightful. You know, and you know what? And yeah, everybody, don't worry about getting a job first. Here's just the go. thing. Here's just the go. thing too, though, is what do I like about Omaha? I, nothing. Okay, except my parents and their hot tub. And they also have four Pomeranians that are pretty cute. But, you know, everybody likes different shit. So it's like, you know, no, nowhere has to blow if you like what the fuck is happening there. You know, and Omaha is like a decent music scene, which is pretty big. And it is getting some new. It's got some breweries. And Benson, where there used to be a lot of shows and open mics, are kind of coming up. And it's like, and if you're doing, you know, if you have a job you like and you're fucking trying to have this little nightlife and do whatever, it's like a good spot for families. So if you don't fucking like it, though, get out and try something new. What do, you, do you ever tell people just like, if you don't like it, just change it? Do something about it? I mean, just try try something else because when you, a lot of times, dude, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then I try it and I'm like, I actually fucking don't like that. <laughs> so I'm like, good thing I didn't commit to it, you know, like wholeheartedly. You know, <laughs> so, you, know you like are starting a new activity and you buy all the fucking gear and then you get out there and do it, and you're like, this actually isn't very fun. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm not, I'm not good enough at this to, for, to motivate me to want to practice to get better. What, this sounds like you failed at an instrument. Can you tell me what I happened? have failed at everything I've ever tried in my entire life, except comedy. So, violin and flute. So, <laughs> if, if that's what you're <laughs> That's what about. I was asking. Also, also piano for a little bit, but... <laughs> so... <laughs> but I don't, I don't like to say anywhere blows, but, like, I love Denver... And it's funny because my brother lives in New York, in Brooklyn. Right. And did we go to Brooklyn, and it's fun to visit. And so every time I go to Brooklyn, I get the flu. It's like, it makes the me... The coronavirus? Dude, touching the fucking subway and shit, like it's dirty as hell. <laughs> it's like, I just don't really... I, don't, I could not live in New York. It's just like, I just couldn't do it. And it's funny because... But it is fun to go there and visit him. But he comes out here and visits us and he has fun visiting here and it's cool to hang out in Denver but he's like I do not want to be living in Denver so it's like people just like different shit like that how often do you make make a trip to go see somebody else in a different city never it's only Omaha and New York because That's my it? brother and my parents yeah uh, okay cool yeah I mean I would like to be traveling more to go do comedy stuff right but... yeah it just felt like we weren't good enough and as of recently getting to do more in the year or two before the pandemic is really when I felt like I have time. We had that switch. Yeah, right. 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 Like you can put me in a room and it's like, okay, I can switch it up even one time. Right. 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 I mean, like I don't, I don't have to do that set. I can do this set because they're old or they're, or they're not all just white. You've got the material, you've got the material to work on it. Right. 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 And you can feel, you know, you're not stretching for time. It's like you have extra time for the sets that you're doing. And even when like you get to a point, like I was just telling her, like we would just did our first open mic back in forever, and because things were finally opening up again, and they're also vaccinated. Yeah, I've been vaccinated, uh, and <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, I got both of them already, both doses, <laughs> and then so, 
I basically, I bombed. I was like, it was so, oh my God, it felt so you good. You think you bombed yesterday? No, no, no. The first time we went back to the Blush and Blue, I, oh. I, it was just so quiet after the things I was saying. I laughed to myself. You feel good. And then I, but easily, I just go, ah, that one sucked, huh, guy? Like, dude, you know how to just not. Not care. Not bomb too hard. Yeah. You know I mean, I like, mean yeah. if you also, yeah, if you also know it sucks, then the audience right. is like. If you're a good. At an open mic. Right. Once you not f- at a show. Yeah, do not. Show. Yeah. Nobody, you suck nobody. at a show. It's yeah. Like, just right. your fuck do out. your material. Do your fucking act. Dude, when people. You know what I mean? I was at Common Lunch last weekend. We, they, someone, she, she, she goes up and she's like, let's just see how it goes. I'm going to wing uh, it. And I go, don't do that. Yeah. Like, that's a bad look for everybody. Yeah, I know, dude. Like. Right. I hate, I hate Plus, that's, that's just such. That's also just a defense mechanism to say like, "I'm gonna just wing it." It's like I don't think you are because you did the same set that you've been doing all weekend. Right. Right. <laughs> Just gonna wing it. Yeah, I'm just gonna let's see how it goes. And I'm like, don't say that. Like, yeah, that makes me that gets me like upset because I worked hard. Well, you know, you know like, it's shows, a team. It's a team. Like, dude, you're on yes. a show. It's it's a team effort. Yes, yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. and you're representing not only yourself and your comedy. If you ever want them to see something else of yours, but you're representing the venue who's letting you do right, comedy. Absolutely. And you know the host a little bit who has to go up after you, dude. If fucking if somebody bombs and the host is like. Keep it going for Alec, right? <laughs> and everyone's like, you know, it's like you at a show, you have a responsibility. You do. As a comedian. And you need to take that seriously, you know? And it's like, I know comedy's fun. I think it's fun as hell. That's why I do it. But, uh, you know, there are parts where it's like, you need to take that seriously. You absolutely need to. It's still, dude, it's still like people showed up. People paid money. I like to, well, yes. It's not like an open mic where people like it doesn't money. matter. We're all contract. We're all independent contractors on a job and we need to get this job done. Did you get it? You know hey, what I mean? hey. You know what I mean? Play, t- so, Siri, play taking care of business. Take care of business. But that's what, but that's something I love about open mics and the reason, you know, I feel like the more shows I do, the more I keep coming back to open mics. Right. Because it shows I am doing new things, but it's new stuff mixed with things that I know. You know, I'm, I'm building a set. You're building, yeah, you're and building a bit. And open mics, dude, there are no fucking rules, and it does not matter if they like it or hate it or get fucking get in a fight with you. Or It's like, you know, you can try anything at an open mic. You can do any act out. You can do crowd work. You could do anything. And it's like, it's shorter and people know what it is. And it's like, I will always love open mics for that feeling. Yeah, I miss it, man. Also, and I'm sure once famous people do longer sets all the time. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm sure once they do longer sets and stuff all the time, you can do that more in your act. But I'm not doing those sets. Right, exactly. I'm not Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Well, once you sell tickets, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, once, you, once you're selling tickets yeah, just yeah. for you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some people like, like sell tickets and then they like literally go, all right, it's going to be $5 a ticket and I'm doing new shit. Yes. And yes. then people like, are like, yes, well, I want to watch this. Also, did you see I feel Sam like that Rell's? also sets it up. I didn't want to. Did you see Sam Rell's up on the roof? I didn't. Oh I heard it's God, like a cool so good. look. And, it's really cool. Yeah. It's like the aesthetic. I mean, I was just, I'm a big, I love him. Like, I think he's like really, really good, but I just. I don't know. That's the YouTube stuff that's coming out. I feel like everyone's posting a special on YouTube now. Yeah. 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 Well, if you, dude, if you can get the views and stuff, it's like that goes straight to yeah, you. Straight to tickets. Yeah, it's on your yeah. own. You know, yeah. you don't have to rely on anything else, and that's kind of what it is now, which is 
cool but also fucking super hard <laughs> to yeah. be a part now of. Now you gotta but... really you gotta really be good. Yeah. yeah. It opens up the it's like it used to be a river and it's like, Can you get on the Comedy Central River? Can you get on the HBO River? And now it's an ocean and you're like can I build my own giant boat? Can I build a raft? Yeah, exactly. You gotta dude, like, and it's yeah. tough. People are, you know, they I'm like Jack from mean. Titanic. Yeah, they don't try to get built. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and the internet is like super fucking mean. And so it's like. What's the meanest thing anyone's ever said to you on the internet? Um, I don't know. One time this girl from high school commented fire crotch on my picture on <sighs> Facebook. No lie, 200 times. Was that when we were together? I don't know. It was like. No. It was like early 20s. It was after high school, but it was like I before barely comedy, knew her. Though. I don't know. It was before comedy because you, you should write that down. Say that. 200 times? 200 times. Wait, like on the same picture? On the same picture, yeah. Yo, that's so mean-spirited. Yeah, she yeah. typed or she copied and pasted? What do you think? I think she typed it. Dude, anyone yeah. who does it 200 times is like yeah, feeling I mean, the hate. You would just have to like fire crotch enter fire crotch enter fire crotch fire crotch fire crotch fire crotch yeah, fire crotch yeah. people love that fucking <laughs> phrase <laughs> that's so <laughs> that was like that I remember when I was young I would be so embarrassed why you just oh because just people dude people in like 8th grade would start saying it and it's like I mean you're fucking hitting puberty so you're like just super self conscious <laughs> yeah and, yeah it was a fucking nightmare well, I I hope luckily, I can laugh at it now. <laughs> <laughs> now she's got that fire crotch. You don't say it, though. It's that fire. <laughs> it's, uh, in twenty twenty one, it's fire pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please use the correct nomenclature. <laughs> I'm I'm an adult now, idiots. <laughs> Screw you, Becky. Shit, shit, that shit's on fire when she gets wet. It's boiling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I just, I do think people on the internet are mean. Dude, so mean. I mean, you talk about going through like puberty, dude. Like we went through, I went through puberty, like going to an all guy Catholic high school. Like you want to talk about some fucked up shit? How like, many dudes you have that sounds with? much easier than when there was women there. When Absolutely. I was there. What are you dude. talking about, dude? I had boners, and girls were like, "Why are you covering your penis?" Yeah, but like, because <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> But it's like, we didn't, like, our sex ed was just, like, I mean, our sex ed teacher got, um, he was watching porn during class. Like, he would legit watch porn during class, give us the whole free period, and... Like, show you it? No, he wouldn't show us. Was he jerking off? No, he was just watching it. Honestly, that's crazy. He was like a 67-year-old man. He could just watch it, He was just watching porn. He, like, they gave him the internet, and he was like, this shit's insane. That's pretty much what it was, dude. I think he didn't know... He didn't know <laughs> no, what, I'm old. He didn't know what was going on, but he would just sit there and he would be like, "All right, go do your extra homework." Commuting like an hour, like forty five minutes into school, I'm like, "This is kind of like I kind of need this time." So once we found out that's what he was doing, we just kind of like took a video of it on our phones and then just let it happen for like three more weeks. Jesus. And then finally, some kid got caught and was like, "Hey, Billy, you know why you're in here?" And he's like, "Mr. Arthur Bradley, come shot video." And he goes, "What? Nope, but now it is." <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. What? Yeah, he goes, ah, well, now it is. Hey, you can't assume they know everything. No, exactly. Know? I'm like, ah, you <laughs> blew it. Oh, my but mom's yeah. calling. Check What's up, mama? Call. What's up, mom? No answer. Hey, I'm on the podcast right now with Nick and Georgia. You want? You got anything you want to say? What's up? What are you doing on the podcast? So I can be really thoughtful in what I have to say. Um, We're talking about how Georgia has a fire crotch. Oh my god.
Okay, I'll call you back, Mom. I'm sorry. Thank you, Joe Rogan. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> Bye, Bob. Love you. Bye. You think I'm doing all right? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, gosh, I hope your mom likes... Dude, my mom and dad have been, like, giving me podcast. My dad's like, this Joe Rogan guy. So what he does is he has ads. You should get ads and then make money on it. I'm like, I first need listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I'm like, yeah. I think you're, you're thinking egg before the chicken here. <laughs> That is, yeah, that's just parents, you know. My dad, my dad will listen to it one time. And to be honest, this was good feedback because I feel like it did teach me about podcasts. But I did a podcast where it was kind of an interview and I didn't really know what to do. It was kind of weird. And my dad listened to it and he was like, I listened to that. And I was like, oh, yeah, what did you think? And he goes, kind of boring. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. And, but then that made me think, I'm like, I'm the guest. I need to, like, no matter if I think it's, you know, I'm just not used to being interviewed. We'll just and have stuff, some but stories like, teed up, you know? Yeah, it's like the guests have to bring it, and I guess I just didn't really... You never know. I mean, sometimes I just do things. I mean, like I told you, I was like, I fucking slept yelled in my... I yelled in my sleep last night. But then after that, I just... You, like, fist bump me or something after my set, and you would always say good set, and you just, like... Yeah, you it were good. Like you and Nick were in good. It was, was like, like that first time you friend. said hey, and then you just were like, I'm a killer with kindness. And so you just like ended up. Dude, I just, I don't <laughs> know. I like hanging out with people I think are interesting, really. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are like interesting, like in a bad way. And I'm like, get away. No way. <laughs> I'm like, get, no. <laughs> What's bad interesting? Um, Drug addicts. No, just like saying shit like. Yeah, well, yeah, well, being, like, I'd say if, like, if you're constantly hitting a, uh, a dab pen, like, while I'm talking to you, like, in, like, a five-minute conversation, right. I, I'm a little bit like, okay, well, you're, you seem a little bit off, off your kilter here. You think so? Well, like, a Just hitting a pen, or they're actually, like, using a torch to Like, dab. a dab pen, just, like, they're just constantly doing this. And on a like, vape. On yeah. a vape thing, like, while I'm talking. Not, like, a jewel, but, like, a... I would do that if I had one. No, I don't like the wax, dude. The wax fucks me up. You know, yeah, we'll do dabs. We'll do dabs. I don't like to do them anymore. I like to smoke flour, but... All right. Let's wrap it up. It's been about an hour in. Um, there's a yeah, lot to work with here. He didn't like me because I hit my vape. Me and George are no longer friends. His <laughs> <laughs> dab Damn. Georgia. Damn, I didn't know Alec was so against vapes. Yeah, I'm so against it. Dude, it gives you popcorn lung. To be honest, though, that's funny. Do you smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I fucking, yeah. Dude. You, think, you think vapes give you popcorn lung? What's yeah, they do. Lung? I know they do. What is that? It's like polyps, like in your lungs. What's a polyp? Like those, <laughs> polyp is like a, a small tumor. This is like when you look something up oh. in the dictionary and then the... The definition of that word uses like another word that yeah. I'm like, oh, up. It's a small dollop inside of a trollop. <laughs> Careful. You might get collop in your dollop. That's the doctor. Hey! That's the doctor's dictionary. Dr. Nick. Yeah. Dr. Nick Dean. Dr. Dean. Someone goes, uh, someone goes, he goes, I like that. I like how you're Dr. Dean. It's like two authorities. You're a doctor and you're, you're a dean. And I was like, I never even thought of that. 
was yeah, like, I was like, I'm taking Nick out of it for now. I'm Doctor Dean. I can't believe I can't believe how many people think he's a real doctor because of that name. Wait, really? They'll give Bro, dude. I'll he'll give, my, give his email because it's, so it's Doctor Dot Nick Dean, and so he'll be like Doctor Dot Nick Dean at whatever, and people will be like, Oh, what kind of doctor are you? <laughs> and he goes, I'm the internet. The internet. I'm man. an internet doctor. Yeah. I know how to fix all the bugs on your internet. I'm, I'm WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> I can Google your symptoms on the line. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, any, any parting words of advice for any transplants that are trying to make the move out? I mean, I know we've already touched on it, but if there's anything uh, you know monumental you need to lay down on this, on this pod, say it now and forever hold your peace. You just got to do it. You just got to take the leap. When you're like, I think I could do this, you just got to do it. Otherwise, you'll just be like, oh, I'm waiting for this, or I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting to do this or to finish this. When you move here, as a, if you're a comedian somewhere else, the advice for a comedian that's sure. moving to a new city, yeah, you're restarting. You don't deserve anything. You're new. Damn, okay. Yeah, you're the bottom of the barrel. You're, you're below than the person that just started a week before you, even though... You've been doing it for a little bit, and if you unless you and then if you are good, you'll just people will see it, people will talk about it. But if you're not, I mean, that's what I do feel like. Yeah. Some people get surprised, like they move here, like it's a bit bigger city, but you know it's not in New York or L.A. And so they, I feel like people will be like, you know, the big fish in their small pond, and they move here and expect to be like pretty good. But everybody here is like good, pretty good. And now <laughs> here's good. Dude. And they just have, you know, people are just. You gotta be accepting that you're new again, right? And some people have a hard time with that. And they're like, "Oh, they're not giving me the respect." If I see, if I like, hear one more you, person dude, like say new. they don't or, get the yeah. respect, I'm give what? If I hear one more person say they don't get the respect they deserve, I'm gonna fucking yeah. We're all just telling dick jokes. There should be no respect. But I say I'm a juggler. Like, I'm a jester, bro. You're kicking me in the yeah, nuts, and we're all that. Stand up comedy, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get the respect. If you're not, I if, if you're not prat falling. You ain't part of the crew. Mean? When you What's pretend that? to fall, you just fall on stage. Like when you go, you are a real clown, aren't you? Oh, you. If you're not, you fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be clowny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, you ever seen uh, Goofy? You ever watched the Goofy movie? The Goof Troop, bro. The go- yeah, I've seen the yeah, Goofy movie when I was a movie. kid. Hell yeah, Powerline. Remember, he's like stand it's, out. It says I'm leaning Tawachisa. Polly Shore? Yeah, dude. Yo, Maximilli, yeah. yeah. Maximilli, bro. We gotta get moving. Okay, man, just don't rush me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do not remember it that well. Well, Powerline. I like sometimes throw that on YouTube just to listen to that song. Right? It's in the album. Powerline? It's yeah. I'll look it up. Stand out among the crowd. If and if I gotta shout it loud. Not the only one to see. I wanna stand out. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. You were whispering. Oh, Nick D. Georgia Comstock. Thank you for coming on Transplants. <laughs> All right. <laughs>